Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. When we last left our story, Jack had let the enigmatic Scarlet escape after uncovering the truth behind her rigged robo-boxing matches. Now high in the sky, aboard Max's floating fortress, the Icarus, how will the boss handle Jack's recent betrayal? Find out in part one of The Case of the Unrung Bell. I was in the office of Maximilian Magnus McQueen, hovering high above the city in his monstrous airship. He was dressed in an immaculate black suit, and the room had a rich, musky quality, like a box of fine cigars. He was staring out the window of the sprawling city below us. After a moment, he shook his head, turned, and walked toward an enormous rosewood desk. He turned and smiled at me as he pulled out a small drawer. I could feel my muscles tighten as he reached his hand inside, expecting a a gun or something worse. But instead, he removed a small remote with two small secular buttons. He looked at me and laughed, and he pressed the first one. Two glasses slowly emerged from the table. Have a seat. If it's all the same, I'd prefer to stand. Have it your way. Let's be candid. I know about you and Scarlet. What's that got to do with anything? You told me to track down Anakin's spell. His trail led me right to the Dane. I'm just doing my job. I have it on good authority you went above and beyond. Don't be paranoid. It doesn't suit you. Paranoid? <laughs> well, maybe you're right. You look tense. How about a drink? Max lifted a glass from the table and offered it to me. I took the drink from his hand and he flashed me a wide grin, brimming with pristine white teeth. I gave him a modest salute as he reclined in a high back leather chair. Do you like it? Mmm. That's damn fine scotch. Single malt. Of course. I find it helps take the edge off. So, Jack, are you relaxed? Yeah, I'm getting there. Good. I want you to be in the right mindset so that you can take a moment to reflect on the gravity of our conversation. And with that... Max lifted up the remote and waved his finger momentarily over the button before pressing it. 
felt the floor slide out from beneath my feet, and suddenly I was falling into the abyss below. I threw my weight forward, wildly grasping at the floorboards that were rapidly moving away. My fingertips slipped along the trapdoor before finally gaining purchase. My legs dangled precariously, hundreds of feet above Neon City. One wrong move would send me plummeting towards certain death. <laughs> Do you get it? Gravity! Pretty good, buddy. You know, I've got a pretty wicked sense of humor. But when it comes to my business, my city, I don't mess around. Do we understand each other? I understand. Jesus, I hear you loud and clear. Good. I'm glad to hear you say that. I would have hated to end our partnership so soon. We were just getting to know each other. Can I get a little help here? What? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, Hakuto, if you don't mind. <gasps> now you know where I stand. What do you know about Scarlet and the Dead Rose Syndicate? Well, uh, uh, she claimed that she was... Drinking booze smuggled right off the Icarus. <laughs> There's no way in hell she could pass through security. Still, I'm not surprised she's making such ridiculous claims. Tell me, Jack. Is she as charming as they say? Brother, you don't know the half of it. I've never met a girl who moved faster. Sounds like she's taking a bit of a fancy with you. I don't know whether to envy you. Or pity you. I'll take whichever leads me to getting out of here faster. Anything else you want to tell me about the Dead Rose Syndicate? Remember our conversation about gravity? If I had anything, I'd tell you. I know she's the head of the Syndicate. She's extremely beautiful, and for some reason she seems to have a soft spot for little old me. But you, but you gotta believe me. Any opportunity I had was ruined when your black jackets came pouring into the end of the match. I see. Well then, let's turn our attention to the next matter of business. I have some things I think you'll find very exciting. I don't know if I can handle much more excitement. Oh, I think you'll be interested in this. You remember, of course, the scientist I sent you searching for. Atticus Bell. The very same. My sources tell me he's been spotted on the south side of the city. That's great. Bring him here and take me home. I can't just bring him here. If it were that simple, we wouldn't be having this conversation. The last time we tried to extract Bell forcibly from his lab, he turned an entire city block into a smoldering crater. So you want me to bring him back for you? Something like that, yes. You've managed to infiltrate the Dead Rose Syndicate in a matter of days. This should be easy compared to that. Uh, hold on. What kind of jackass do you think I am? Excuse You're me? You're sending me on some sort of suicide mission. This guy sounds incredibly volatile and extremely dangerous. Oh, he is. But you don't really have a choice in this. Hagato, take Mr. Tracer to Dr. Bell and make sure he gets there in one piece. After that, I'm afraid you're on your own, Jack. Now, if you'll excuse me, 
Time is money. Then Max waved his hand, and the overly serious bodyguard began pushing me out the massive doors of his office. I tried to turn and give Max a bit more of my mind, but a quick shove from Hakuto sent me to the floor, and she closed the doors behind her. Easy there, sunshine. Your boss said to get me there in one piece, remember? Bruises don't count. Hello listeners, Will Snyder here of Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer, and it's time for another edition of our audio drama spotlight. This time we're taking a look at the shadowy slicker by Zane Sexton. 1960s, Cleveland, an era where lakes are caught on fire. Cleveland's a loaded gun, waiting for someone to pull the trigger. The shadowy slicker. I'm sure you've heard about him. If you're in love with assholes smoking cigars, crisp shadows in the alleyway, or witty remarks over the state of our affairs, follow his ass trying to survive in this post-Casablanca world of gangsters, riots, and murder in a time of nothing but gangsters, riots, and murder. Listen at bars or jazz clubs or something. I would recommend SoundCloud on Audio Avenue. They serve great old fashions. And there's another one that had a western name, something like High Noon. Oh, no, wait, it was iTunes. I guess they play old tunes or something. Check out his pet bird, named Twitter. The bird's nickname is At Shadowy Slugger, which is a ridiculous name. See y'all soon. And if you would like to be on a future audio drama spotlight, shoot us an email at neonnightspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. And now, back to Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. Once we landed, Hakuto led me through a winding maze of vaguely familiar buildings and neon signs. She kept a brisk pace, and it took most of my attention not to lose her in the busy crowds. Keep up, you big oaf. I'm trying. You're the one who's supposed to be looking after me, remember? You're too slow. It's not my fault. I'll explain that to McQueen. Fine with me. Max can find some other jerk for this sort of work. Are you always this pleasant to be around? Yes. So where are we headed? You'll see. Can I ask you a question? No. How did you find Belle? I said no questions. Yeah, well, I guess I'm just bad at following the rules. Shut up and keep up. Akuto led me further and further away from the Icarus, gracefully dodging the people bustling past. Boarded up buildings lined the streets, and every window was reinforced by a set of iron bars. The black jackets that had swarmed like flies beneath Max's airship were far fewer out here in the slums. Akuto turned down a back alley, and I hurried after her. The alley emptied into a large lot, piled high with garbage. I began to gag, (coughs) under the sudden smell. 
Where the hell are you taking me? Keep it down. His lab is in the middle of a dump? Are you trying to draw attention to us? Attention from what? What's going on out here? Who's making all that ruckus? Two women emerge from the far end of the lot, dressed in patchwork leather gear and festooned with random odds and ends. One woman was thick, muscled, and square. The other was willowy and cat-like, with a deep scar running across her forehead. When I turned back to find my escorts, Hakuto was gone. You've got some mind waking me up in the middle of the afternoon, going through my things. Our things, Carver. They're our things. We're partners. This garbage is yours? Not garbage, he says. Huh. Listen, Jerko, you got some nerve coming in here messing around with my stuff. Our stuff. Our stuff. Do you even know who I am? Ever hear of Carver Callahan? I'm not from here. Oh, he's not from here. Well, Mr. Out-of-Towner, I am Carver Callahan, this is Felicity Slouch, and we are the greatest thieves to ever grace the slums of Neon City. You're thieves? Oh, yes. Very, very good ones, actually. We once stole a cigar out from under Max McQueen's nose. Can you believe it? He was taking a puff one moment, sucking on air the next. I even (laughs) stole the pinky ring off his rich little finger. Here, have a look for yourself. (laughs) You expect me to believe that you stole that off of Max McQueen? Just look at the insignia. It's official and everything. Of course, it wasn't without a price. That bodyguard of his left me with this little mark on my forehead, but it was worth it. That's a hell of a scar, Miss Callahan. Yes, well, you're bound to get a few little scratches after a lifetime in this business. Hey, I think it adds character. Thank you, Slouch. Isn't she just the best? Uh Such a sweetheart. (laughs) Now what to do with Mr. Out-of-Towner? Oh, we could rob him, Carver. We could. Uh We could. But he doesn't look like he's got much worth stealing. What if we fill him full of holes like a Swiss cheese instead? Oh, that's much better. Hey, this is why you're the boss. (laughs) (laughs) They turned to look at me with malice in their eyes. They weren't just thieves. These were killers. Carver reached a greasy hand behind her back and pulled out a long, curved blade. Slouch flicked her wrists casually, and a pair of short knives appeared in her hands. I drew my pistol, but Slouch threw one of her wicked knives, piercing it as it fell to the ground. Useless. Come now, there's nowhere to run. Just close your eyes and it'll all be over soon. Ah, there's no fun in that. If he dies too fast, I can't see him squirm. I love to skin the... What in the hell? Oh, no. No, it's you! I believe you have something that belongs to my employee. Here, take it. Take the ring, take anything. What else do you want? I want your hand. The one that was wearing Mr. McQueen's ring. What? My... No... God, no, please! I told you not to make so much noise. And with that, Max got his ring back. Hakuto began poking around in the debris, 
as if nothing had happened. Max's bodyguard was a cold-blooded killer and was faster than any one I had ever seen. I hoped I would never have to find out for myself just how fast she was. I didn't know exactly what she was looking for, and she stopped answering my questions, so I began looking around for myself for some clue as to where we might be. Off in the distance, I could see the Icarus hanging in the sky, a menacing cloud over the city. We had come quite a long way. Akuto lifted an old door frame and revealed a large industrial pipe. She waved for me to follow her and then disappeared into the pipe. <sighs> what the hell am I walking into? What answers does the mysterious scientist Atticus Bell hold for Jack? Can he help him return home? Or will he be trapped forever in this distorted reflection of the city he loves? Find out next time on Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an evil kitten production. Please visit our website, evilkittenproductions.com. The episode, The Case of the Unrung Bell, was written by C.J. Chapman and directed by Leslie Chapman. Theme song was done by Daniel Carl, with additional music by Kevin McLeod and Dr. Saxlow. Jack Tracer was played by Will Snyder. Max McQueen and narration was done by John Patrick Winsel. Hakuto was played by Kim Fukawa. Carver Callahan was played by Ashley Yates. And Felicity Slouch was played by Brittany Ellis. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. Finally, if you like the show, help us grow by sharing and subscribing to Neon Knights. Thank you for listening.